Welcome to the Buncombe Street United Methodist Church Podcast. My name is Chris Ashley. I'm the Director of Congregational Engagement here at our church and the host of this podcast each and every week. If you're just tuning in for the first time or for the first time in a little while, we are right in the middle of a series where we are diving into a passage in Ephesians chapter 6, verses 10 through 18, that is commonly known as the armor of God. And we're walking through this armor of God that Paul talks about piece by piece and looking at how we can equip ourselves in our spiritual battles. So each and every week on the episodes, I like to start by reading the passage from Ephesians chapter 6. So I'll do that now, starting in verse 10. Finally, be strong in the Lord and in his strength and in the strength of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the schemes of the devil. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the cosmic powers over this present darkness, against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly places. Therefore, take up the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand in the evil day and having done all to stand firm. Stand, therefore, having fastened on the belt of truth and having put on the breastplate of righteousness and as shoes for your feet, having put on the readiness given by the gospel of peace. In all circumstances, take up the shield of faith with which you can extinguish all the flaming darts of the evil one. And take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God, praying at all times in the Spirit with all power and supplication. To that end, keep alert with all perseverance, making supplication for all the saints. So this week, we are going to be looking specifically at the shield of faith. Now, when we look at these pieces of armor, we try to first put into context what Paul is comparing these aspects of faith to. And so as we've mentioned in previous episodes, he his point of reference is a Roman soldier. So we've walked through, you know, the shoes of readiness, we've walked through the breastplate of righteousness, we've talked about all these things, and now we're here on the shield of faith. So think of a shield. I, I don't think a shield is something that I'm going to have to uh, get you to imagine too hard. Everybody generally knows what a shield is. It's a large, solid piece of equipment. Normally can be held on one arm and it is used as a barrier, right? Or a deflector. So if someone is coming to you with a sword or a club or something like that, you can, you can shield, you can block it. Or if they're firing something like an arrow, you can either deflect the arrow or if it's coming and it pierces through the shield, at least it provides you a little bit of protection. Now, Roman soldiers, their shields in particular were covered in like a heavy animal hide, right? And so before they would go into battle, they would dip this shield into water. And the reason they would do that is, as we see in the passage here, if firing darts, if flaming arrows were shot at you, then if they hit the shield, they would be extinguished, right? Because the water, the soaked water would extinguish these flames. And so I think that's an interesting thing to think through because, uh, you know, an arrow in and of itself can be a lethal weapon. It can be an instrument of destruction, but 
even if it doesn't kill you, if it's on fire, it can cause uh, more damage, right? If it misses you and lands in the dry grass, it can cause a fire. If it hits your shield and your shield is assuming, assumingly made out of wood partially, or even that hide, it can catch fire, right? And then all of a sudden, you're left scrambling. You no longer have your firm footing that we talked about with those feet of readiness. Now you're panicked. You're having to move formation or you're having to focus on something other than being fully engaged in the battle. So I think that's an interesting thing that they talk about there with the dipping the water. The other thing that I want to circle back to is the the fact that the shields are covered in this heavy animal hide, right? They're literally covered in thick skin. And sometimes in our faith journeys, we have to have thick skin, right? We can't um, just allow little things to throw us off course, to, to shift our feet, right? To make us lose our footing. Sometimes we have to have thick skin. Now, that doesn't mean we don't pay attention uh, to things that, that are genuine problem causers, right? We don't, we don't need to ignore big issues, but I think for little things, sometimes we have to have that thick skin. So that's the purpose of the practical piece of armor here. But now let's talk about God's armor, right? What does this mean when, when Paul is using this picture of a shield for us as believers? Well, the first thing, again, I want to go back to that, that flaming darts, right? The flaming arrows that are shot. And he talks about these are, it's in order to uh, shield yourself from the flaming arrows of the enemy. So I think the first recognition here is that the enemy is on the offensive. He is attacking, right? He is shooting things at us that are meant to either kill or cause us to lose our footing, right? He's shooting uh, arrows into our faith. He's trying to disrupt our faith. And our our faith is represented by the shield. And I want to go back to the idea that they dip the shields in the water, right? Like that feels like such a great picture of our baptism, right? We're baptized into the faith. We're baptized into our faith journey. And, a, and our baptism is a symbol of the things that Jesus did for us. And so it strengthens our faith. Now, there's a great passage in the book of Hebrews chapter 11. The whole chapter is really about faith and about these heroes of the faith and about how faith really was a shield for all of these biblical figures that we look up to and and study in Sunday school and read in our Bible and preach about from, from week to week. It talks about how faith was really the hedge of protection around them, right? The shield. But the thing I love about this passage is the very first verse, Hebrews 11, uh, verse 1, and it talks about what faith is. Now, faith is the assurance of things hoped for and the conviction of things not seen. It's kind of a weird thought that you could have assurance about something you can't see, right? You could have conviction about something you can't see, rather just something that you have hoped for, something that you believe in, but having assurance of that. And it reminds me of this scene in a movie, Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade, right? And Indiana Jones is on a quest to find the cup, the Holy Grail, and he needs to get it to rescue his father. And so there's a scene where uh, he's following this pathway that's laid out to get to the Holy Grail, and he comes up upon this opening uh, in this wall that's essentially uh, 
a cavern, right? It's it's a it's a canyon almost. And he's looking across and he's in a little cutout in one side wall and he sees a little cutout on the other side wall, but it's it's too far to jump. There's not really any way to to swing or get from one place to the other place. And he looks out and all he sees is just empty space, right? There's this massive uh, fall that could really, really, I mean, it would kill him if he just falls into this canyon of sorts. And so, but he knows, he knows from, from reading that this is the way to go and that people have, have gone this way. So he believing, he having this moment of faith, this conviction and assurance of things he cannot see, he swings his foot out into the opening and takes a step. And ultimately something catches him. And it's this, it turns out to be this uh, invisible to the eye uh, bridge that you can walk across, right? But he didn't know that was there. He had to have faith to take that step out there. And so he takes some sand and he scatters it across and all of a sudden he can see the rest of the little footbridge. But I always thought that was such a great picture of faith, like right? Because faith is this thing of like, we we believe it's there, we sense it's there, but having the having the confidence to know and the assurance that it, we know it's there enough to be willing to, to put our foot out into empty space and know that God is going to catch us, right? And there's another passage, Paul, Paul who's writing this passage in Ephesians later at the end of his life. He's writing to his protege, Timothy. And in the book of 2 Timothy, he says, I fought the good faith, I've finished my race, and I have kept the faith. Keeping his faith was the stamp at the end of Paul's life. Paul, this man that, that is responsible for so much of the New Testament, that, that is a champion of our faith, he is the one that says, keeping my faith was the thing that really got me through. It shielded me from all the attacks. And I mean, you're talking about a man who was imprisoned, who was who was afflicted with disease. I mean, he's he's he was shipwrecked. He's basically had all kinds of terrible things happen to him. And his faith was the thing that sustained him from the enemy's attacks. So we've talked about what a shield practically does and practically did. We talked about the the connection there of what God's armor is in the form of a shield. And so how do we go about equipping ourselves with this shield of faith? Well, the first first thing I think to know is that faith is a journey, right? Faith is something that is every day. It's something we've got to do one day at a time, one step at a time, but we've constantly got to be moving forward. And so if we are going to protect ourselves with a shield of faith, we have to constantly pick up that shield. We have to constantly, every single day, surround ourselves with a hedge of protection with our faith. So how do we do that? Well, the first way is um, by strengthening our faith. And we strengthen our faith by being in God's word. And even more specifically, I think one really great way to strengthen your faith in God's word is to focus on the promises of God in Scripture, to read through those, to to pray those over yourself, to claim those for yourself. And the thing about it is when God comes through for you, then then that strengthens your faith because you say he has been faithful to his promise. He's kept up his end of the bargain. Therefore, I can have that assurance in the faith I have in him. So uh, on our journey of faith, the first key is to strengthen our faith. And the second key is to put our faith into practice, right? To listen to what Jesus tells us to do and just do the, do that very thing. And sometimes here's how you, here's how it strengthens your faith. Sometimes you can, um, you can get a sense that God wants you to do something that either you don't necessarily want to do, 
or you would have never imagined doing, right? So for for me, like I think about a couple of examples in my life and um, one is kind of my career path, right? I started out in youth ministry. I thought that's all I ever really wanted to do. I never had a desire to really do anything else. I didn't think I would go back to school, to seminary. And uh, at a time in my life, he called me to do that. And I stepped away from Buckham Street the first time. And I didn't necessarily want to do that. But I trusted that God was asking me to do it. And I was faithful to it. And then once I was away, I, I also kind of thought like there was never a chance I would come back, right? Like you don't, you can't come back home. And God opened a door for me there. And he, uh, through people, encouraged me to apply for the job. And I didn't want to do it. And then I felt him nudge me. And so I did. And then I got offered the job and I wasn't sure I wanted to take it. And he nudged me and I took it. And here I am, right? And so it's been all for the better. The other the other example I can think of from my own life is um, you know, the path towards the family that I have. Left to my own devices, would I have... Um, been married to the woman I'm married to? I don't know. Would we have the daughters that we have? I mean, I can just tell you really clearly our, our process of faith through starting a family was, was one step at a time. And, you know, the thing I've learned about being faithful to God's plan is that God doesn't ever show you more than just one step. He never shows you far enough down for you to make plans. He's only going to reveal to you enough for you to enough knowledge for you to know that this is the thing that he wants you to do. And you don't know how it's going to end up. And that's scary, but that's faith. That's having faith. And so I've learned a lot in my life through that process. And so I, I think that this idea of shielding ourselves with the faith and claiming those things and recognizing the God paying off our faithfulness helps to put that hedge of protection around us, that shield of faith. Hey, thanks so much for tuning in to this episode of the podcast. I hope you'll join us next week when we talk about the helmet of salvation. But until then, grace and peace to you all. Mm -hmm.